Hello and welcome to Living Abroadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. I'm Eric. I'm Mahi. And uh, welcome back to another week, listeners. Um, we are excited to uh, be with you again this week. Um, sorry for the uh, postponement. Uh, we didn't bring an episode for you last week. Um couldn't get a guest, and to be honest with you, not a whole lot is going on in Mikey and I's lives. So um, we just said, oh, if we can't get a guest this week, we'll just uh, hold off on doing an episode. But anyways, um, as you might have noticed from the sound quality and Mikey's uh, luscious hello, uh, you can yes. you, you, you could talk I, again. I, I'm, I'm uh, we are, sounding a little better. Yeah, sounding a little better. We're in the same studio. Yes, back in the Mount Pleasant studio, but Mikey is getting out his measuring tape right now. Tape um, measure? Yeah. Tape measure, measuring tape? Tape measure. You say measuring tape? Sometimes. Tape, tape measure. That is a tape measure, but measuring tape is a thing. Anyways, but we're, at, uh, we're uh, sitting about 10 feet apart, so it's uh, nice and socially distanced generous. for everybody. Um, BC is slowly relaxing its... Uh, restrictions on um on things and we've both been pretty safely quarantining so we decided it would be okay to uh record in person today but it's good um, to see yeah this is the only the second time i've seen i think the only other time was when i came and picked up my birthday cake <laughs> yeah we that talked you made about for me <laughs> i made you a birthday cake yeah we've we haven't crossed paths much but uh we've missed each other so we decided we'd um Try to record in person today. And things are slowly starting to feel a little bit more normal. I think so. Yeah. So maybe we'll get a proper summer here. Who knows? I mean, I don't think it'll be proper, but it'll be close to it. Um, Closer than I think, like yeah. I thought it would be. I, I mean, think. the parks are busier than I've ever seen them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they look like fucking music festivals out here. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got serious uh, cabin fever and as soon as good weather hit. I know everyone Everybody just comes out. out of the woodwork. Yeah. And uh, especially this weekend, we were recording on a uh, Sunday afternoon. But uh, yeah, we are uh, joined by an awesome guest this week. Um, as we promised um, continuously, we want to get guests on whose uh, travel and their lives have been affected by the ongoing uh, pandemic. And this week we've got a guest I'm super excited to talk to. Uh, my first time hearing this story and we've got my friend Evan joining us from Barcelona today. Hey, Evan. Hi. How's it going, guys? Good. Thanks for joining Doing us. Fantastic. Pre- appreciate Thank you for ho- calling in. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully Thank it's you. not too late for you. It's, I'm guessing it's... No, it's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm a few bottles of wine deep, so I'm, I can't... There I'm we good. go. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, they're probably having just having dinner in Spain right now too, right? Yeah, they eat so late here. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. What, what time is a regular, like, dinner? What time would that regularly be? Like, regular normal dinner is at 8.30, 9 o'clock p.m. Damn. Yeah. So are there extra yeah. extra meals in, involved no. throughout the day to keep you going, or they just hold off? Just a long-ass nap in the off. middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah, they nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. They nap in the middle of the day. That's I, some, I, could, I could get used to that. <laughs> yeah. I could get used to that. I remember... Being in Barcelona uh, in the fall, and uh, I called you guys uh, after drinking a two-euro bottle of wine. That's right, and, I remember. Um, then, uh, yeah, everybody just kind of stores clothes for a few hours, and everything just takes a break. Mm-hmm. 
right in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's surprisingly inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, I <Yeah>. bet. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, they, yeah. uh, and I guess it's something you just get used to because in North America, we are so, you know, capitalism driven that just all stores stay open all the time, always, no days off. 100%. Yeah. Like, even yeah. in when, when I went back to visit Australia, like, Perth is kind of a little bit old school with mm-hmm. that kind of thing as well. And, um, you know, supermarkets will close at eight at night, which is pretty yeah. early for here. A lot of them are open till midnight. And then also nothing really opens on a Sunday in Perth. Yeah. Most things are still closed. Um, so that takes a bit of getting used to when I, when I go back to visit as that's, well. That's the same here. Everything is closed. On a so Sunday? Sunday, Sunday every, everything is closed on Sunday. Yeah. Very only, the only things that are open are like the little express like convenience stores. Yeah. That's right. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, like grocery stores attached to s- train stations or something. Yeah. Was yeah. It? Those weird. Yeah. Like they're like grocery stores selling vegetables like attached to a subway. Yeah. Like a metro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a friend yeah, said that that was like the tip. Much. If you need groceries on a Sunday, you have to go to like the metro stations because they all have a f- yeah. full ass grocery store. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we only uh, we missed each other by just a couple days in uh, in Europe, Evan. You've been there since early November and that's when I left. We we're trying to coordinate to see each other, but unfortunately with flights and everything, it didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you, um, you, uh, made the big move to, uh, to Europe. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was a great decision. It was? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It was like, I had so much fun. I flew into London and then, uh, I ended up meeting a friend there who also just happened to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we, uh, traveled around for like three weeks. And then he went off to India somewhere. And then I uh, came down here to Barcelona. Amazing. Like moved. You full on moved to Barcelona. Yeah. That's that's a big switch. I was only planning on being here. How long were you planning on being there? I was only going to be here for like three months. Um, And then I really liked it. And uh, I decided to stay. Amazing. Amazing. So, uh, yeah. Barcelona is quite a big switch from, uh, where you were living before, which is, uh, our home city, Kelowna, where, uh, beautiful Kelowna. Kelowna to Barcelona. It's just hitting me now that they rhyme, mm-hmm. but, uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Anyways. Um, they don't really rhyme. They just end with the same letter, don't they? I guess so. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what, what influenced that move? Because I remember, um, seeing you shortly before you left. I think we, uh, we crossed paths mm-hmm. at, I think it was our friend's wedding was maybe the last time we saw each other before you moved. Yeah. And, so. um, yeah, and I believe you were talking about it then. Um, what what influenced the big move? I don't know. I've always I've wanted to do it for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and it had kind of been like slowly building up, like over probably like a year, a year and a half. I was working at Shopify, um, yeah. 
And I, I just, like, I was constantly like, ah, I'm 25. Like, I, I don't really want to be in Kelowna the whole time. Uh, you know, I, I always say like, I want to be in Kelowna when I'm older, not until I'm older. Um, and yeah, it, it just kind of like, kind of, you know, uh, it just built up and I like slowly wanted to do it more and more and more and more. And then, uh, my partner at the time, uh, and me broke up, uh, kind of like in the summer and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, this is the perfect fucking time. <laughs> like fucking A, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. So I bought a ticket, um, and I, uh, I only bought a one-way ticket to London and then I was just like, I'll figure it out from there. Amazing. Yeah. So, so it yeah. sounds like you didn't, uh, you, you went over there not knowing you were going to settle in Spain. Were there other potential countries that you might've settled in? I, I knew I wanted to come to Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to come to Barcelona. I did like a little bit of research in like what like city I wanted to be in. And it was kind of like either, uh, Porto, which is in Portugal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Porto, Madrid, or Barcelona. And then I was originally planning on Porto, but their economy isn't super great. And so it's harder for like Canadians to get a visa. Mm-hmm. So I chose Barcelona, um, but I knew I didn't want to go to Barcelona and to, like start working. I wanted to like travel and have some fun. So I, after... Uh, I met I met my buddy Kieran um, in Kelowna actually, and we were just we were at the bar. I met him at the bar, mm-hmm. and we just were chatting. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm really excited. In November, I'm going to London." And I was like, "Are you, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to London. Like that's awesome." Oh no so way! So just kind of like yeah yeah, it just like we crossed paths before we even started, um, and then we hung out for like uh, a month, three weeks. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. So I didn't so, really have like a reason for Barcelona. Yeah. I just kind of like ended up there. I wanted to go here. So yeah. where did you guys go after London? You spent some time in London and then you said you traveled around Europe. Yeah. Uh, so we went, Oh my God, what did we do? This should be way more clear in my head. Um, we did. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much, uh, there was so much thinking. Um, there was, uh, we did, so we did London. We were in London for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And then we did Porto, um, and then we went to Lisbon. Awesome. And then we went up to uh, Berlin. Actually, cool. no, he didn't go to Berlin. I went to Berlin um, to see another friend. Yeah. And then uh, I was only there for like two days. You went to Berlin. Yeah, I went to Berlin. He so another friend from Kelowna also just happened to be traveling at the same time, and he was in Berlin for a wedding. Cool. And his friend is like like ridiculously wealthy and they had their wedding was at the oh shit I can't remember the name now um the oh no I can't remember it. it's like the oldest luxury hotel in Europe it's right beside the Berlin Gate oh and uh it's is, where Michael Jackson hung blanket out the window shit oh wow I, I'm thinking yeah. that's actually yeah. the one I was gonna ask you if it was that one because I know that's the yeah that's a famous you know hotel the name of it? I, it, isn't it just uh, called it's, gonna, is it just called the w or something like no that? the w is a different one it, it um, has a fancy european name and they all wear white gloves like all of the people who work there are dressed up hmm. like it looks kind of like a movie when you walk in but uh Whoa. yeah so i was only there for like three days and then and then i went to barcelona, came to barcelona. 
Let's yeah. see. I'm Eric's. trying to look this up right now. Is it called This yeah, Place Hotel? hotel? Oh, wait. I, or, um, wait, okay. Yeah. I, I got, I stole a sugar packet <laughs> with the name of the hotel on it. And let me find it. They have the most incredible buffet I have ever seen in my entire life. You go in and there were like every morning, there were full turkeys. Like wow. there was a sushi bar. There was like, they would make you fresh waffles and pancakes. And they gave out these little jars of mustard. And you and these stayed little there? sugar packets. Uh, yeah, and I stayed there, yeah, for uh, two two nights, three days, two nights, that kind of thing. Amazing. And uh, yeah, it was it was really freaking cool. I would it hate, made me feel really poor. I would hate to think how much that wedding cost. <laughs> Ugh, to, I to I have had zero. I didn't ask. I had no interest in knowing. Exactly. I don't even know how little money I have. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The uh, Adlon Hotel is what uh, Adlon. Adlon. Hotel is. Uh, what did you actually Google there? I googled <laughs> Michael Jackson Hotel Baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we actually stayed. We stayed in the room like one level below him. Oh, and like one, like we, like I could look out the window and I could see the balcony. Holy shit! That he hung blanket off of. Yeah, it was super cool. I mean, that one thing that he did was better advertising for the hotel than they've probably ever done. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, actually. That's, that's the only a, reason I know it. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, it was cool. So Ber- um, Berlin was a good time then. I stayed in a, uh, in a hostel in Berlin when I was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, did you? So did I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's not a competition. No. Uh, so I'm interested. The um, <laughs> the obviously we haven't had anybody on that's moved to moved to Spain. I know my brother actually used to live in Barcelona for a couple of years, but uh, <laughs> I never asked him what the visa process was like. So was it uh, what was that process like to get a Spanish work visa? Oh, the the Spanish work visa was incredibly easy. Really, I was I'm I was surprised. I was shocked at how easy it was. Wow. So Canada. Um, so basically how it works is Canada has a bunch of, uh, different visas that you can apply for all over the world and they have a whole bunch of, no shit. Um, <laughs> and, but they have different relationships with different countries. And yeah. so the, um, the Spanish visa, I applied for the work, mo- of the, um, work mobility visa, uh, okay. for Canada and Spain. And basically, uh, for a year, they only give it out to a thousand people a year. You apply. Um, I, I applied in September. Actually, that's not even true. I printed off my, the papers that I needed to like hand in in September. And then I sent them in on October 15th. Yeah. And then the day before I got on my flight, I got back and I got on a plane and I flew out. So it's like the actual application process took three weeks. Okay. And then, yeah. And from there, I just had to prove how much money I had, but I had to prove that I could stay here for three months without a job. Okay. Uh, so that, like, if I didn't get hired, that I could survive, mm-hmm. that I didn't have any like urgent medical needs that I was like, I wasn't traveling to get, you know, medical care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to have health insurance for yeah. repatriation. So if I died, they could send me back, but that was it. And yeah. then it took three weeks. I got the visa and I, I flew out here. 
Nice. Wow, I was surprised. I th- yeah. I, I thought it would have been a nightmare. Yeah. It sounds like it. It's harder to get a Canadian visa. Yeah. But I mean, so, those are pretty like yeah. <laughs> they that kind of sets the bar pretty high. You need to be a pretty upstanding and like have your shit together to qualify. Sounds um, like no. Well, I mean, not really. Like I, 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 the, the amount of money you need for three months was three thousand dollars Canadian. Oh yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, it's, so um, it like. I'm pretty sure it's three or maybe it's five grand you need to, to get a work visa in Canada. And mm. they, they ask at the airport, yeah. just a, you need a print off of your bank statement or something. So okay. it's not a huge sum of money yeah. that, uh, that you need. It's like Europe's an expensive place. Three months there without a job. That's, uh, that's costly, but. Yeah, I would not have lasted three months. Like with three thousand dollars, there's no way I could have afforded. I was gonna to, say that's uh, do it. that's pretty thin margins. Yeah, over no. there. And so, what? How yeah. long is that visa for? And then after it, you know, is there any opportunity for residency or extending the visa? So it's for a year. Uh, so I have it. It's for a year for the day you arrive. Okay. So I got here after my like after London, Porto, and Berlin. I think I got. Barcelona on the 14th of November. Would uh, London have still quali- qualified as Europe at that point? Uh, it would have, but it was a Spanish visa. Oh, it was a Spanish so it's visa. Not a, okay. It's not a European visa. It's specific to Spain. Uh, so as soon as I got into Spain, as soon as I got off the plane, it started. So, so, so November 14th. And then that's 2020. And I honestly, I haven't figured out if it's renewable. Um, it's available for any Canadian 18 to 35. Um, and so from what I understood in the documentation, it's renewable, but all of the docu- documentation was in Spanish and I mm-hmm. still don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> I had to translate it and it's not like a, an exact translation. So I don't know. But if you have a work, like if you work, yeah. um, your job can sponsor you. Cool. That's great. Yeah, it's always, um, I suppose, definitely one of the reasons I moved to Canada was it's English speaking and I wanted it to be nice and easy. I, I imagine it would, even them little things, you know, having to read documents and all that, it's a, it's a big thing to get used to. Yeah, it's, um, I'm still getting used to it. People, I'm, I'm at the point now where I can, I can kind of understand what people say to me, mm-hmm. um, but if they need me to respond back, I just, stare at them because <laughs> I don't know what to say and uh, I just get completely lost. So they, they, it's, yeah. Do most people, uh, I'm guessing most people can speak like basic English though. Like can you kind of just get away with them having basic English, you having basic Spanish, you can work most things out? Yeah, lots of hand gestures. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and lots of people do speak um either basic or pretty like intermediate English. Like most people understand it. There's so many tourists, right? Like there's there's millions of tourists who come here every year. So most of the people speak like a little bit of English or can understand awful Spanish. Right. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And so you mentioned about how your work can sponsor a, um, what, what do you do for work and would that be an option in the future? So um, I, I do uh, sales. So I'm, I'm a sales development representative for okay. a software company. 
Okay. Uh, cool. I, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, um, I'm not a great salesman, <laughs> pretty bad at it, actually. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I speak English and that's the kicker. People need that here, um, okay. fluent English speakers because lots of them target English speaking markets. So I, my cart, like the people I call aren't in Spain, they're in the UK. Hmm. So I just talk to British people all day long. Right. So they need fluent or native English speakers. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely an option. Cool. I think we have a, that, that sounds very similar to my current job title, actually. I, I technically have Are a you sale. Not, you're not on the bus anymore? No, no. I uh, very fortunately met, uh, left that job uh, just before all the COVID shit kicked off. And we'll talk about COVID wow. in a little bit. But awesome. uh, yeah, I uh, work with <laughs> work with charities in um, in kind of a in in sort of a sales rep role, more of an engagement representative. But uh, okay, yeah, cool. just reaching out to to charities and stuff like that. You you timed that That's move cool. like perfectly in <laughs> hindsight. Like you just happened to get a job where you can work from home. Like it was, it all fitted in pretty well. In in, in, uh, in a um industry sector that is growing yeah currently yeah, man. because all the all the donations are shifting to online yeah so while tourism is yeah. virtually dead I, I feel like a little <laughs> bit of a nostradamus virtually. in that regard <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> slash and burn <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways yeah. um cool that's awesome. So is that similar to your role at, because uh, I know you were at Shopify for quite some time. What is that? You keep, sorry, just to interrupt. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that a few times. I have no idea what that is. Shopify? Yeah. Uh, so Shopify is uh, an e-commerce platform. Okay. So I did customer service. I was a customer success guru. Because yeah. It a guru. Employment name. Damn, we've a, never yeah, had a guru, a guru on the show before. <laughs> guru. Yeah. That's going in the <laughs> yeah, episode <I'm> description. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> sales guru Evan uh, joining us. Sales, yeah. <laughs> From Sunny Barcelona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, so it's a it's an, an e-commerce platform. So basically, like if you wanted to, uh, if you if you had a product to sell and you wanted to have a website and host your <laughs> domain and products and all that kind of stuff. So if we had a living a broadcast. If we had a living a broadcast website and we wanted to sell uh, living a broadcast merch, um, t-shirts, yeah. uh, frisbee golf discs, when? and uh, and oh, the the one merch piece that we really wanted to do were coasters that look like passports. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's so smart. Yeah, that would that be would cool. end very unfortunately for somebody who's looking for their passport desperately. Yeah, yeah. Just mixed in with the all of these. Is that my fucking passport? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a. That's what it does. So I was a. I was a customer service agent, and then here, the sales company that I worked for is called Bluebird, um, and it is a sales platform. So I call call centers and sell them this like. I sell salesman thing. Damn. Wow. That's yeah, like really turning it on its head to, to, to a call center. They're ma- making a hundred calls a day and then they get a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel now? Yeah. 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 yeah it has to be kind of polite. But yeah. It's usually something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. I see you haven't responded to me yet. Yeah. Please respond like <laughs> now. 
I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, if you can yeah. sell something to a salesman, then you can definitely class yourself as a guru. That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and salesmen love to be sold to. It lots of them like I think it turns some of them on. Be completely <laughs> yeah, they like oh yeah. Some people you have like you you pick up the phone and it's just like oh I read your profile on LinkedIn. You're you're a market leader, a thought leader. I'm really interested to hear your opinion on our software. Bullshit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I forgot your name. <laughs> you <know>? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And how has it been um, kind of making the shift into the, into the European workforce? It, it's been really nice. Yeah. Um, they, they, they approach it from a completely different perspective. Like it's, much more relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, like the you know you have twenty three days off a year, paid vacation days. Um, Amazing. Plus the fort plus the fourteen stat holidays that Spain has. So there's either one a month or, and sometimes there's two a month. Um, pardon me. So that's a so full it, it, a full know, month a year. Oh, over a full month. Yeah. a year. Over a full month a year, you have off. For paid vacation, yeah. Plus, they're sleeping two hours every day as well. You add all that up. Spain's yeah. never fucking open. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, and like, um, like lunch hours. Uh, you know, lunchtime is an hour long. Um, so the, the whole thing. It's, it's so, awesome. so how does it work? You say you got like a nine to five job, but mm-hmm. an hour is taken out for lunch, and then what? A couple of hours for a siesta. So, so um, we don't like the company that I'm working for doesn't do siestas. Okay. But uh, the we actually do nine to six because the hour isn't paid. Okay. So okay. the lunch hour is not paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you just do the you do the eight hours throughout the day, but it's you know over nine hours. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Cool. And so, did yeah, you uh, did you get that job as soon as you arrived in Spain, or? Yeah, I had nothing lined up. Um, the people, I, so I, I got here and I, I went into a little hostel uh, for a, a week or a little more than a week. And everyone thought I was just like a massive jackass because I didn't, I never went out. Like I, I got off the plane, I went to the, went to the hostel and I just started applying for jobs. Like, wow. for like 12 hours, yeah, like 10, 12 hours a day, I was sitting in the kitchen just like, redoing my resume applying for a job redoing my resume applying for a job like everything that i could um so i got it uh i got a job not the current one i got i got a job a week and a half after i started yeah um again because they spoke english like english is they love it um it's it's really needed so i got a job about a week and a half after i started and then unfortunately something i i i lost this little piece of paper that I didn't realize I needed for my visa. Mm-hmm. So I got the job, I worked for three days, and then they realized, like, oh shit, wait, do you have this like certificate that we need? <laughs> like, yeah. What? No, of course not. I don't have that. What do you mean? <laughs> like, oh, we cannot have you working here. Like, you have to leave right now like, and pretend you never worked. Oh, for the last oh wow. Two days. Like, yeah, just pretend it didn't happen. Their ass is on the line. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I didn't particularly like the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just took my sweet time <laughs> in finding my certificate. I actually found it the next day, but, yeah. um, uh, I didn't tell them. <laughs> and then for, and then two weeks later, I found another job with my current job. Yeah. So I, I took that one. Instead. 
So this was in December, January then kind of time? December. Yeah. I started, I started with Bluebird, the one that I have now, Mm -hmm. um, December 16th. Nice. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. And so it's just been kind of a five day work schedule from there and just a full on life in Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. Just a regular nine to six. So, um, how long were you living at the hostel for before you found a place? So I lucked out. Um, I met, so I was at the hostel for a week. Um, mm-hmm. and the day I got there, so I got there on the 14th. Um, and I met my roommate on scrap. Uh, I got there on the 14th and he messaged me. He was like, Hey, this is the first day I got to Barcelona 14 or 10, 14 years ago. Um, you know, we share up, we call it a Barcelona anniversary. So we ended up hanging out, we went to the bar, um, and met a bunch of his friends. And then he was like, do you want to just like sleep on my couch instead of paying for the hostel? So I was like, well, of course, <laughs> you know, no one's going to steal when my shit. did you shit. start messaging him on? Sorry, I missed that. Oh, scrap, scrap. That's a grinder. It's a gay, it's a gay dating app. Oh, cool. Like a, like a hookup. It's like a hookup app. Yeah. <laughs> oh, scrap. So, uh, I thought you said scrap at first. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I'd want to look for a house or a roommate on something called scrap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you just yeah. got the scraps. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, I met him on Leftovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's called Sloppy Seconds. It's my. Uh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Scruff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Scruff. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, like it's like Tinder, but cool. um, better. Uh, yeah. So is, and, well, uh, is it pretty expensive then in Barcelona? The housing, like rent and things like that. Sort of. Yeah. So. um I don't know. I, it's hard to say. So I I pay three fifty, um, which everything else that I look for at three fifty was pretty shoddy. Mm-hmm. So um, I I I got super lucky, but I think kind of the normal one is about five hundred euros a month. Okay, uh, which is like which is doable. Uh, not not doable. It's it's excellent considering like most you know uh, the paycheck is usually about. 1200 around there for mm-hmm. some for kind of most um most paychecks so yeah it's pretty affordable pretty affordable okay and that's twice a month of course the paychecks um no oh. no that's the crazy thing it's only once a month oh they only pay yeah they only pay once a month i couldn't believe it i was shocked Cause... when i got the job and i was like oh great like so you know pay in two weeks right and they looked at me like i was crazy um, the pay is a lot less here though. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a lot less. Um, I make, uh, how much do I make? I make 20, depending on commission, uh, you know, my base is 25 and I can make up to 28,000 a year. Okay. Um, it's not a requirement to give away all your financial <laughs> earnings oh, sorry, and stuff sorry, on the show did, too. Oh, you get absolutely do it, but people, I do feel like people, I was always, I was really curious of like, before I came here, I had no idea oh. how much things actually cost and how much you actually make. I mean, it's great insight. But, um, and it's, yeah. it's, oh, it's, I don't care. it's funny yeah. that you said about the month thing to get paid. Like I'm really bad at budgeting. Mm-hmm. So for me, that would be a nightmare. Cause when I'm like in Australia, most jobs you get paid weekly. 
So when I moved to Canada, I was like, two weeks? Holy shit. Like, I thought that was a long time between paychecks, (laughs) let alone. (laughs) So you only get paid 12 times a year. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's it's super weird. It's super weird. And um, I'm still not used to that. I, I, I have no budgeting. Yeah. No, I'm in the same boat too. There's so much fun stuff to do. Absolutely. I mean, you're traveling, you know, living in this cool city and that's kind of where where I wanted to ask you next is you jumped, um, you know, right into the workforce and worked basically as soon as you arrived. Have you, uh, gotten to see much else of Spain outside of Barcelona since you've been there? Yeah, I've taken some, well, I mean, Corona kind of screwed that up um, a bit, but uh, mm. Yeah, I have. So I went up, um, went up north a little bit. So mm-hmm. about uh, an hour, two, two hours, two hours, three hours north of here um, is a mountain um, called Montaigne, mm-hmm. and we hiked up, we hiked up that mountain, and then drove mm-hmm. further north to a little fishing town, a resort town called uh, Tosa del Mar. Okay. Which is beautiful, like it has this massive, like medieval castle just like awesome. right on the water that you can just go and walk around in. Is that, that is anywhere, cool. is that anywhere near uh, San Sebastian? I have absolutely no idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, Cause I, I went to, I, I don't know. I went to San Sebastian in Bilbao in the North of Spain when I was there. Oh, Bilbao. Okay. So it, we weren't quite to Bilbao. Weren't quite was, to Bilbao. Like, yeah, it wasn't quite there. It was, it was, um, just, just North of Girona. Okay. So I think that was just like, it's like halfway between Bilbao, I think. Cool. Yeah. So Bilbao and yeah, San Sebastian were only like a 45 minute bus ride away from each other. So okay. they're yeah. yeah, kind of neighbors. San Sebastian's a mm-hmm. resort, a resort town too. So probably similar, similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But then, that's, that's about it. The North yeah, of Spain that's, that's is gorgeous I, though. Yeah. I hear beautiful. I hear, like, I hear that it's gorgeous. It's, um, yeah, I would really like once this is, you know, when I was over, I'm, I'm going to take a, a trip up there. Yeah. So you were just kind of starting to get your, uh, get your footing in Spain, you know, had this job for a couple of months and then, uh, all of a sudden, uh, shit hit the fan, didn't it? Yep. So what, <laughs> yeah, what was, sure what was kind of the vibe, um, as, as this was all approaching, were you working in an office, uh, prior to, prior to this? I was. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was in an office. Yeah. All right. And when did, for lack of a better term, cor- uh, Corona, Corona vibes kind of, kind of start when you, when were your Corona vibes tingling? When yeah, did you start what, to freak out? Yeah. When did you start like feeling those Corona vibes? Because I know it took a little longer in Spain than other parts of the world. Yeah, it took a little longer, and then it flapped across the face. Um, So, I don't know. So, uh, okay, when did we go into quarantine? We went into quarantine uh, on the 15th of March. Mm -hmm. So, like, halfway through February, Italy started to have a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. And we started hearing on the news, like, oh, coronavirus, this coronavirus, that. And everyone was kind of just like, oh, yeah, it's a flu, blah, blah, blah. You know, like stupid Italians, they're always touching each other. And they're all like, they're very like, they're, you know, they're very touchy people. Yeah. That's why it spread so fast. You know, that kind of thing. It'll never happen here. And then the beginning of March came um, and the first case 
in Barcelona popped up from a girl who was traveling in Italy and came back. And people were still kind of like, ah, oh, idiot. You know, like, uh, it, it won't happen. You know, they caught the first person. It won't, it won't come up. Yeah. Then it wasn't until, like, March, probably 10th, that everyone was like, <laughs> like shit madrid started getting like madrid's numbers started jumping up and going crazy mm-hmm. and then it was on the friday uh friday afternoon before the weekend the news was just like no one's going to work on monday oh, wow. so it just happened and, over the yeah. weekend it, it, they realized it was that bad i also i yeah. don't know i get the vibe from spanish people i met they're kind of laid back chilled people so i can't imagine yeah. them stressing about it too much like mm-hmm. they were like, oh yeah, it's happening in Italy, whatever. Like, yeah, wow, happened. That, happened that was so the exact vibe. Yeah. yeah, like, oh yeah, it'll never happen here. Like, and then it started being taken very, very, very seriously. Yeah, super seriously. And then it became, and then the numbers like jumped up past Italy, and I think we're the second or third now. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I keep a keen eye on the numbers. I think, I think Spain is number two. Um, number two in the in the world okay. now. So, did I, I'm assuming you went like Barcelona went into complete lockdown, like you can't leave your house. Yep, complete lockdown. We can't leave the house. Um, and you're still in yeah, that you can now. Leave the house. Uh, so we are now starting uh, last. What did it say Sunday? So last week we were allowed to go out from six a.m. to ten a.m. Mm-hmm. We can go running uh, or biking. And then from 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. sorry to 10 p.m. you can go running or biking, but any time between that you can't be caught outside unless you're grocery shopping. Okay. Hmm. And yeah. is there a limit on how many times you can go out grocery shopping? I guess they can't really monitor that, but no, no, there's no there's no limit on it. But it's supposed to be like you go for essentials and you get what you need Once and then a you week go home kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like you're supposed to limit it. There's no, they, they weren't like, oh, you can only go one one time a week. But it was like, don't don't go out and get a chocolate bar. Yeah, you know, which I've which I've done multiple times. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, well, good yeah, thing the liquor stores are also the grocery stores in Spain too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's cheap. Yes. Very 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 cheap. Yes, it's it's affordable to be a drunk in Spain. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Well, um, so with, with going into full lockdown, I mean, we never had that in BC. Um, not, I'm not trying not to yet. brag or anything, but, um, <laughs> yeah. did, Rub it, it in, Eric. did it go from <laughs> zero to full lockdown immediately or did it, um, was there like a phasing? Yeah. Was there kind of a phase in step before things completely locked down? Uh, n- no. There wasn't, it was literally zero to 60. Like Friday, Friday afternoon, I went home. Uh, we went to Friday afternoon. The news was like, we're going to be going into quarantine, but they didn't really give a date. And then uh, Saturday, me and my roommate went to the beach. And then we were going to go to the beach again on Sunday. Uh, we just happened to turn on the news in the morning. And it was like, starting now, you can be fined for up to 2,000 euros for being caught outside and jailed if you, you know, don't. Holy follow shit. the guidelines. Wow. Yeah, like fully out, like out of nowhere. Yeah. And what are the numbers looking like now? Has it has it slowed significantly? Um, not significantly. Um, I think they're still reporting a thousand cases, about a thousand cases a day okay. here. 
but the deaths have dropped like dramatically. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like it's still spreading, but they're kind of it, the curve is flattened a little bit. Right. And what is the yeah. um? What's the um? Like in terms of medical help, what's the healthcare system like in uh, in Spain? Do you think like are they a country that were prepared for this, or were they just really caught off guard? I uh, they have a really similar healthcare system to Canada. Uh, apparently, from what I understand, it's on the top in the world. Okay, they were overrun. Like they were like they're quite overwhelmed, but not nearly as bad. Like you, you know, you hear New York, and they're you know mm-hmm. the the mortuaries can't handle the people, and the hospitals are overrun. Yeah, it's it wasn't that bad here, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ICU beds were obviously filled, and people were in the hallway, but they weren't at the point where they were turning anyone away. Or, or that kind of thing. From what I understand, I, I you know, I, I have limited. Not, not to be too morbid. Do, <laughs> did you, or do you know anyone directly affected by it? Uh, we know. So I don't know anybody personally, but my roommate uh, knows a couple people in town who have, um, and then a couple family members, and I have a friend in the states who has. But no, I don't know anybody here. Okay, and and for you personally, it's. You know, it's scary when something like this happens when you're living away from home. You mentioned that you needed health insurance to get into Spain, but I think once it got declared a pandemic, your yeah. health insurance was void. Is that correct? So, uh, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which makes zero sense to me. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> like, what's the point of having sense. it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, why did I buy this, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you um, qualify for Spanish healthcare or are you just through your job risking it? Your visa. I, I do. So basically, um, because I have the visa, I could. I actually started the application for my health card in on January, like early January. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it took, I mean, it took three months for it yeah. to get here, but they, had, they gave me a temporary number and, uh, and everything. So I have... I have Spanish health insurance. Awesome. Um, I also didn't renew. I, I, I forgot to renew my medical insurance um, okay. just before COVID hit. <laughs> so even if it did count, it, I missed it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And so the big question I kind of have for you then um, with all this going on, I mean, we kind of skipped the step of, or we went from, COVID wasn't happening to COVID happening and now you're locked up with your roommates and stuff. Um, We've had a few people on this show already who have ended their living abroad adventures. Um, We had Wolf and Caitlin Mm -hmm. on the show, uh, came back from Australia early. Our friend Gina, who's going to do the show soon, uh, came back from um, India and Sri Lanka. Um, Why did you decide to stay? Um, that's a good question. Um, a couple of reasons, really. I, first of all, didn't really want to go home. Um, you know, I've been in Kelowna my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason I left was because I wanted to do something different and I wanted to go somewhere new. And I didn't really want to have to go back to Kelowna. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was, that was really the main, that was really the main reason why I didn't go back. Um, but I'd also really set myself up uh, really well here. Like I, I have a great place to live. Um, I have a job that like I, I lucked out and I have a job that yeah. has kept going through throughout Corona. Um, and I have a year long visa. So I was like, you know, I, I have health insurance. 
I have a job and I have a safe place to stay and I want to be here. Yeah. So no, very no, valid, no reason to, uh, yeah. to come back. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, yeah. in five, five years time, someone will mention COVID and yeah. you can tell the cool story of how you were in one of the hardest hit countries during it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I survived by sitting in my living room and playing video games exactly. yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, yeah, that, and put, put like that where you had such a stable situation with your house and your job mm-hmm. and your visa and everything. I think our friends who have been more displaced didn't quite have as stable of a situation. Stability. They were a little bit more uh, nomadic. They were kind of living out of yeah. vans or still doing the hostel thing and more traveling rather than living. If, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, um, obviously totally. you're traveling by being away, but yeah, you had more of a kind of an established thing, which is awesome. Exactly. And, uh, and I, prior to moving in with, um, Anthony, I had, uh, talked to one for, I just met on like a, a rental app mm-hmm. here and I, I almost moved in with her. And if I, to be honest, if I had been living with her during this, yeah. Um, when this started, I probably would have gone home. Um, <laughs> because let's hope she's yeah. not listening. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh>. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I hope you don't. I hope you don't hear this. Um, <laughs> you were really nice. I promise. Um, but you know, she. Yeah, it just wasn't. You know, it wasn't as nice of a place. I, I don't think we would have gotten along the same way. Um, so, yeah, it, you know, I, I just really lucked out in this situation. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah, it would be um there's certainly a lot a lot worse situations. You know, you could be in the yeah. situation of Sabine having to now live with Eric and always yeah. having to be here. He works from home. Poor girl. <laughs> she must look yeah. forward to going to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um yeah, she's uh, she's sick of me, but uh, that's funny. What video game have you been playing? Um, I was playing. Uh, so you know, on Nintendo, you can get the archive, like Nintendo Switch. Sorry, you can get the archive of all of the the Super Nintendo games. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've been playing. So we played Mario Party three, Mario Bros three for a while, um, and then the, I I downloaded a game on my laptop. I, I don't you might remember this from when you were a kid, but like it's like total it's like total war. And you like command an army. Okay. I think I've heard of that. It's super cool, dude. Yeah, it's super <laughs> cool. So it's called Shogun. And Shogun. Um, I play this like Japanese samurai. Oh, that's a strategy game, isn't clan. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, I'm slowly taking over Japan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Conquering yeah. Spain and I, Japan at I the got same beat. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking neither language. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, I mean, like all good, all good uh, colonialists, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all good colonialists. <laughs> Following in my grandfather's footsteps. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Watch uh, world. This is not what the broadcast is about, Evan. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Your podcast about acceptance. Uh. Not colonizing. Yeah. Anyways, what what have you yeah. been playing? You told me you were Eric. You were playing like a far, <laughs> a fucking farming game. Animal, you're, no, you're animal selling potatoes crossing. or something. Aren't animal you? Crossing, bro. Evan, do you have Animal Crossing on your Switch? 
No, I haven't bought Animal Crossing. I don't even know what it's about. Oh. Like, what? Can you walk us through it? Like, what is it? <sighs> I kind of did already, but it, um, in short, it's just a game about living on a deserted island, and you kind of build up your town and you decorate it, and you can grow trees <laughs> and you interact with your neighbors and pay off debts and build your house and just kind of live this little weird life. Um, it's it's okay. it's really good. It's kind of a game about nothing, but uh, like I love there's it. not there's no end. Goal. No, there's no end. Okay, you're just oh, living you're just, in a. You can't, it. you can't like conquer. You can't conquer a country or anything in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're sort of the boss of your own little island. But yeah, it's it's a great little escapism okay. kind of game. I would watch like some reviews of it on YouTube before jumping into it if you haven't played one before. Because, I mean, people are sinking hundreds of hours into this game and loving it oh my God. and a lot of people are saying if there's any entry in this series to jump in on it's this one and it's really good there's a lot of replayability but yeah anyways okay yeah cool yeah i've been playing that and um zelda, zelda. Like Breath of the Wild. oh nice that's a great the game best too game ever. Oh, yes yeah, zelda breath of the wild that's another great game about just like getting away and exploring yeah. i mean it's a game about Is being out Pardon? Oh, sorry. If there's, if there's any games I would play in um, virtual reality, yeah, like as you know, like with the goggles, I would. Mm-hmm. It would be Zelda Breath of the Wild, one hundred percent. Zelda Breath of the Wild is maybe the closest I've been playing a video game that I felt like I've like been to another place. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. I completely agree. Anyways, um, cool. That's, I mean, quite the. Quite the adventure you've been on there, Evan. Mm. Yeah, um, it's, been, it's been fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Do you think? Do you think you'll stay? Do you have any? Um, I guess we kind of talked about. It. Do you have any long term plans? Do you think you'll stay longer than a year if you can in Spain, or taking it one step at uh, a time? I I think so. Um, they've kind they've I mean they've canceled all cultural events mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So when I when we do get outside, I'm still going to be kind of missing that. Yeah, you know, really, most of the reason I came here. So, yeah. uh, I, I and plus I love it. Like it's, I, I, um, I got off the subway like the first day that I got here on my way to the hostel. I got off the subway and it looked like I was in a movie. Like I was just, I was just in a random kind of alley, uh, nothing really special, but it looked like I was in, in a movie, and I, I instantly felt like amazing, I, it's super cheesy, but that at home, amazing, yeah. Well, we usually ask our guests who have moved to Vancouver if they can name like one thing that really annoys them or frustrates them. Is there anything that really annoys or frustrates you about Barcelona? Any just a silly little thing that happens over there? Oh, that's... Um, besides coronavirus? Oh, that's a, besides coronavirus, yeah. Everyone's sick here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, let me, I'm trying to think the, not, nothing too bad. Um, people don't move out of your way. Oh, this drives me crazy. Yeah. People don't move out of your way. So like if you're walking down the street at, you know, in Vancouver, you know, mm-hmm. you're walking towards someone and you're both on the sidewalk, you like move around each other. Right. Mm-hmm. But here it's a full game of chicken until you collide. <laughs> yeah, no wonder coronavirus like, spreads so easy. Yeah. Everybody's walking in, touching yeah. people. 
God. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'll walk down the street and I have been fully shoulder checked by people. And they, they don't put any, it's not like they don't get angry and they don't like force their shoulder into you. They just don't care. It's just a part of life. Like they just don't care. If, yeah. Huh. You, oh, oh, I bumped into this guy. Sorry, man. Like, excuse me. Keep on with my day. Have you, been, have, to move have you been? Have you been? Have you been trying to fit into the culture? And do you now bump into people, or are you always still the one that chickens out? I'm. Yeah, unfortunately, I think I've taken it too far in the other direction, where <laughs> okay. I'm aggressive. <laughs> and now, you know, like they see me coming, and I get a determined look on my face. Like I'm you know, you've embraced the and culture then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just imagining so Ev- Evan walking the down the street, knocking over little kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's been close. Like That's it's awesome. been, it's been close. There's been tiny, tiny like people, and everyone's like quite a bit smaller here. Like I'm average height at home, yeah. but everyone here is is quite a bit smaller. So if I if I do happen to run into somebody, I feel bad, even though I felt like a badass up until that very second. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, yeah. I'll keep that in That's mind. For, my God, but we're not trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just walk with confidence. <laughs> yes, walk with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Well, that went quick. Yeah, it did go quick. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us, Evan. Yeah, that that was great. Yeah, no it's re- really good to get a, a perspective of someone who, yeah, moved from Vancouver and also in these times, who's actually been pretty affected I yeah. guess from from this virus mm. so yeah thanks for thanks for joining us we yeah. really appreciate it thank you yeah thank you guys yeah awesome. no problem yeah. and we'll wrap it up uh here i think yeah um yeah we got no emails this week although um our frequent writer in uh the podcast pirate um goes by the alias sarah on this show by the way evan um she, okay. she uh she writes in all the time. I told you about some of the emails and antics that she sent us yeah. in. But uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> how we know each other is through the podcast pirate, actually. Yeah. And uh, another who, person will. Another person have we want to have back on. back on because, I mean, she wrote in that email a few weeks ago that was pretty amazing, gave some insight to where she is at now. But um, yeah, it's uh, pretty. Uh, pretty uh dramatic shift in, <laughs> I'll in have to go back in and the situation now yeah i think that was two episodes ago yeah but yeah, uh okay. yeah anyways uh thanks for listening to living a broadcast everyone um if you want to find us on social media you can follow us on instagram at living a broadcast or email us at living at gmail.com uh evan is there anything you want to promote <laughs> um Stay, no, nothing. I was going to no. say stay, stay safe, but that's stupid. Okay. We're do it. <laughs> it, it does frustrate <laughs> yeah. me how everybody is saying stay, stay safe. Okay, I, I do have a piece of information. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. Everybody, are you listening to me? Stay at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay, wash your hands. Uh, wash your hands. Okay, yeah. thank you. Don't you, cough in people's mouths. Thank you, you hero. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Nice. Take care and live dangerously, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Say out. <laughs>